The name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back. Get that through your head. I don't care what the scoreboard says. At the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. I'll make it. You don't do that to a man. He's got a million dollar idea right here. Billion dollar idea. Even better, let him flow. Okay. Well, there's nothing like a cold one after a long day, huh? Here's to feeling good all the time. And now, from the 908 studio, this is Shoot Your Shot. Long Beach sports in Long Beach bars. Brought to you by 908s, where life is great. And welcome back to the show, Shoot Your Shot, Long Beach Sports in Long Beach Bars. Uh, We did it. We said we'd come through for you, and we have the Jessica Hardy Mike Tree interview. We found it. Well, producer Nick found it. Shout out to producer Nick. But hell of an interview, and we came through because big-time players step up in big-time games. I I bet our listeners did not think we were going to have this interview coming. They thought it was lost. So did we for a second. We did. It was a weird thing with the memory card. It got saved in some weird, like, we had to do all these, like, crazy backup things. Some black hole. Yeah. Upside um, down. Stranger things. But it is a great interview. Jessica Hardy is a national treasure. Very and so true. is this uh, interview. She's like Nicolas Cage. I was, like was going to say, let's not be surprised if National Treasure 4 is Nicolas Cage playing producer Nick. Yes. The files are in the computer. And then you know he's going to stick his hand in like the CD-ROM and like act like he got hurt. Like, <laughs> and, but he's just kidding. You know, like classic yeah. Nick Cage. Yeah. Um, so National Treasure for the Jessica Hardy interview on Shoot Your Shot podcast. We were with Jessica. Nick, Nick Cage from Long Beach. We'll pitch it to him. Yeah. Is he a Long Beach guy? You didn't know that? Really? He grew up on producer Nick Street. Hack it? Yeah. He's a, he, he can hack it with Holy the best of Holy moly. Wow. No wonder I like him so much. Yeah. One of my favorite actors. God, Paul, that's Gone really personal. Seconds. Is that in that? How do you get personal with us? Yeah, it's a good movie. movie. Uh, we were at Boathouse, the Boathouse on the Bay. That was a great time, by the way, at the Boathouse. That was what? It, two, two well, it always ago? is. That was two weeks ago. That was two weeks ago. Yeah, we, we need to go back. We had a lot of wine. We were drinking for Jessica. She is with child. Yes. And so she was having us drink. I, I had a Mexican mule, which is like a Moscow mule with tequila. I have never had one before. But Jessica convinced me, and it was wine, a, glass, a glass of wine. Rodney Strong, I believe, is what it was called. It's just unbelievable. That's unbelievable. Great. But let's go quick breakdown of... So last week we did Gambling Game Changers, me and you. Let's get a quick breakdown of our record for this week. How we did on high school football. How we did on high school football. Paul Avers, Jay Sarah, you were at this game, John. You were at this game. You bet your butt I was. Paul. How was that? It was uh, your first game of the season. It was my first game of the season, also my first ever Poly game, and I was on the sideline. And holy smokes, am I a Poly fan now? <laughs> I'm by. I'm in. I'm in on all the hype. You know, y'all thought I was hating on Poly, but I said I'd come around. And goodness gracious, are they good? Uh, these guys are grown men. They could all trample me. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. You saw a shootout. Last it was week. a lot of scoring. It was a lot of scoring. Um, Paulie oh. won sixty to forty four. By the way, nineteen unanswered points. This Matt Corral guy is going to play at Florida. I think the sky's the limit for this guy. Is he the next Jared Goff? Well, that's like saying you're the best quarterback ever. <laughs> but he has a, he has a good career ahead of him. Um, I was just so impressed with the whole Paulie team. The uniforms were just what color did they wear? I don't know, but there there was like gold involved and well, that's what that's their colors. Yeah, and did they uh, have green? The band 
Paul. They got a good band there. The band was fantastic, and they play some great music. Don't they, they have an MC at the at the games? I don't know, but the the band even has those feathers that come up off the hat, yep. like in the old school bands. It really got me line? jazzed. It got me jazzed up. They were playing some some great songs, and and the, I think that's probably what was the final deciding factor. Jay Sarah Band did not show up for like literally or figuratively. I, I want to say literally, but, but may, if they were there, that's embarrassing because I don't remember. Okay, Jay Sarah. They're a Trinity League school, and we don't like the Trinity League, so big win for the Jackrabbits. Ashari Crosswell, three touchdowns, three total touchdowns. Did you see that? He had a uh, uh, a defensive touchdown, too. Did you see that, John, uh, the game? I don't know. I was just singing along with the band, but okay. I was very pumped on the poly football. My guy, Willie McGinnis, was on the sideline. Okay. I think he might come on the show. All we'll right. see Willie. You, you're working Willie? your magic, huh? Uh, well, I gave him my business card. Okay. So, Uncle Willie. Hey, if you're listening, Uncle Willie, come on uh, the show. Uh, we'll talk poly football and Patriots. He played for but the Patriots. I will be, I will tell you this, I will be at that game Friday, poly versus modern day at Vets. That's a big game. Let's get out there. That's let's get out game. there. Go green and gold, huh? Poly versus modern day. Let's do a, actually, let's do a new segment. I, I did, I'm just thinking about this right now off the top of my head. New segment, bash modern day for 60 seconds. That's what it's called. I'll go first. I don't like modern day because they're spoiled. What about you? Uh, modern day, more like modern yesterday because they're school of the past. They're school of the past, I agree. I don't like them because they get a lot of transfers in um, and they recruit kids, and that's against the rules. Well, I guess because they're private school, they could do whatever they want. They're private school. I don't like them. Uh, I don't like them because they're like – far away and you have to drive there santa Ana traffic not long traffic, beach. traffic factor santa Ana is not long beach yeah is santa Ana? how is it in santa Ana? is that a great city no probably one of the worst cities no offense to our uh, booming listenership in santa Ana, but <laughs> come on down to long beach but in all seriousness here you know we do that little compliment sandwich you remember the compliment sandwich where you you give somebody a compliment, then you say something bad about them, then you give them another compliment. You've got to say something nice about them. Uh, Matt Leinart went to school there. What about what do you got? Mike, uh, they have nice facilities. Okay. Well, but, also but they're spoiled. They're monarchs, which is a thing of the past. I mean, if you're talking England versus USA, Revolutionary War. I don't want to go in all types of history lessons here, but USA beat. Oh, you yeah. think it's like a monarch? Like, well, what, I thought it was the butterfly. Oh, you're thinking butterfly. Yeah. And that <laughs> was Bashing Modern Day. Brand new segment. All right. Wilson at Paramount. Uh, this was a tough one for you, John. Paramount blew out Wilson 40 to nothing. Did I say Cedric Hood was going to go off for Paramount? I did. You parlayed it with St. Anthony, and you lost, John. I lost a lot of money on Friday, Paul. I was at the Milliken game. Milliken versus Northview in the D8 playoffs. Milliken, 55, Northview, 23, Keanu, I'm having a hard time saying this guy's name, but he's that good. He just has, Keanu I have to say his name. Campbell Caldwell, Paul. That's him. Five touchdown passes. Christian Bravo, three touchdown catches. Milliken had 34 unanswered points. They had a hard time stopping that big uh, quarterback, that Tim Tebow guy. I was telling you he's kind of like Tim Tebow, and you liked him because you love Tim Tebow, but he got hurt. He was cramping up. So Milliken really, you know, brought the thunder in the second half. Thirty-four unanswered points. Do, do you like those those kind of uh, words, like those key words, sports words? Like what? Like unanswered points. I don't mind them. Well, well, what I want to clarify is, 
I don't like you always saying, oh, you love Tim Tebow. Uh, do I love Michael Jordan? Do I love LeBron? Like, these are just people that happen to be the best in their individual sports. <laughs> so you don't love Tim Tebow? I mean, I re- I think he's one of the greatest players of all time. Do I love Derek Jeter? Like, I don't know these guys. But is Tim Tebow probably the greatest quarterback of all time in NFL history? Yes. There, there you have it. Breaking news. John Grossi says that Tim Tebow is the greatest quarterback of all also, time. Also, can I just say if I sound sick that it, Paul Slater was coughing all over this office for a month, and now me and producer Nick and everyone is sick. I didn't complain one time about being sick, and now all of a sudden John Grossi is complaining to everybody that he's sick. Play through it. You play through pain. That's what I learned. And here we are. What's next? Milliken's at Grace Brethren. I'm going. It's in Simi Valley. I'm not really sure where Simi Valley is. I'm pretty sure it's like up north somewhere. Is it far? It's like an hour away, huh? Traffic and whatnot. I'll see you guys there. I'll see you, Valley. (laughs) St. Anthony uh, versus Norwalk in the D9 playoff. St. Anthony won 31-19. Deshaun Harvey had a rushing touchdown. Markel Sales, two rushing touchdowns. Trent Dots, scoop and score. See, that's another word. Do you like those words, like keywords? Unanswered points? Scoop and score? Yeah, I do. Okay. Well, Why yeah. do you keep asking me? <laughs> well, you're not a, you know. Do you know much about it, about sports? Well, I watch ESPN all the time, and I play sports, and I know sports. Paul, stop acting like I don't know sports. I'm on a f- sports podcast. Really? Okay. Just not a f- it's good to have you back, by the way. I'm a freak about high school football, because I watch, like, college basketball. Okay. I get it. Let's toss this thing to the Jessica Hardy interview. At the Boathouse on the Bay. Phenomenal food, by the way. Phenomenal food. What did you get from... I got the Boathouse roll. They got great sushi there. I usually go with the heart attack. Well, that's a what it, type of sushi roll. I was going to say, be careful. Um, it's just like probably real unhealthy for you or something. I don't okay. know. It's so delicious. It's unbelievable. Um, Does it have a lot of sauces and yeah, stuff? Yeah, a lot of sauces and I think some breaded stuff. I'm a sauce. I went with the Boathouse roll. It's a little healthier, but it was unbelievable. I actually... I think every sushi made it from the chopsticks to my mouth without dropping. Uh, That's a goal. Which usually, a- usually doesn't happen, but you know, when Jessica Hardy's watching, you got to really make sure you got a tight grip on the old chopsticks. That's a win for you. That You don't do that too often. That is a win. Uh, speaking of wins, you took home their best dish. I did. Well, you it, didn't take it home. You ate it there. I ate it there. Yeah, yeah. But well, I finished the whole thing. I didn't what, take it. It was the Chilean sea bass. How Chilean was it? sea bass. It was, as you could probably tell when you were there with me at the restaurant, it was gone in 60 seconds like that Nick Cage movie, and uh, it was delicious. I've had it before, and it is unbelievable. We had some calamari we were sharing. What Jessica get? She had to, see, that kind of stinks that she well, can't yeah, eat she, what she wants to eat. Yeah, well, she's pregnant. Yeah. You have to protect the baby. You do have to protect the baby. Gotta protect the baby. Jerry. <laughs> Yeah, she. Uh, what did she get? The kale salad or something? Quinoa, quinoa salad. Yeah, quinoa salad. I don't even know what quinoa is. Do you know what it is? It's like a bean, I think. Must uh, have something to do with lettuce if it's in a salad bowl. That's I don't true. know. There's, I think there's chicken on top though. Delicious. I'm a chicken guy. I like salads. I'm not gonna get it every single time, but they're good. If you got a nice dressing on top. If you put a nice cob salad at the top of a menu. I'm going to have trouble looking elsewhere, I Paul. I totally agree. With that little egg on the side, oh, too. Oh, a little cover. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, delicious food. Great interview. Uh, Jessica put up with everything that we threw at her, and she she swam it out of the pool. Yeah, she did. Is that like knocking it out of the park? It's kind of like the same thing. Okay. Let's toss it to the Jessica Hardy interview.
This episode of Shoot Your Shot is brought to you by Long Beach 908 Magazine's back page sponsor, the best in the real estate biz, Michelle Kay and her home selling team. Why go with Michelle Kay? Because no one cares more about her clients. She specializes in being over the top, off the charts, and helpful to clients. The bottom line is she doesn't know how to approach clients and their problems in any other way. And oh, by the way, she donates a portion of all of her sales to the number one fundraiser and supporter of local sports in our city, the Long Beach Century Club. Find Michelle Kay at betterlivinginlongbeach.com. Oh wow, hey, that's one of your little drawings. There he goes, pole vaults over the thing, here he goes, and there he is. We're at Boathouse on the Bay, 190 North Marina Drive, 90803. Open at 11.30 a.m. Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. on weekends. Closes at 10 p.m. midnight on Friday to Saturday. That's where us uh, late owls go, especially me and John. What's night, up, John? Night owls. Night owls, that's what they're called. Thanks, John. One of the best happy hours in Long Beach. Two to six, Monday through Thursday, steak, seafood, a great waterfront view. That's where I take all my girlfriends. Beautiful view. Uh, Century Club, Club Hub's a, a bunch of meetings here. They were actually here today. Um, and today with us, we have Olympic gold and bronze medalist, four-time NCAA swim champ at Cal, Wilson legend, Jessica Hardy, Mike Tree, right? We got the new last yeah. name. It's good, it. good, to, good to have you on the show. Hey, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me on here. So you're the first female to ever join the show. How does it feel to be the one to break barriers? Whoa, that's crazy. Did you know that? It's kind of sad, though. You guys need to have more girls on here. Well, well see, it's, it's not our fault. So, see, along those lines, it's not like we're not trying to have girls on the show. Yeah, we, no, we want no, they're not all as nice as you. Oh. So we need some advice. Let's say, like, if we want to get, like, a nice girl, take her out to a restaurant a podcast like how do we go about like asking her that i don't know it is hard to find girls that can hang with the guys but um it is an honor <laughs> for sure i'm excited to be here um i don't know i'll have to do some networking for you see if i can get some see, athlete friends on yeah here. yeah do some networking we're you know we're good guys we're uh we're fun listeners out there give them a shout out if you want to come on the show <laughs> i love it i uh, love it our new marketing uh exec yeah perfect tweet at us at 908 sports or just tweet at me because you know I'm in. Uh, you have an Olympic gold and Olympic bronze, right? Yes, sir. How do you just become like a normal person after that? Like after you're done, like you're retired now, how do you just become a normal person? Um, I think that's the, the weirdest thing about the whole process is you're not a different person when it happens. Um, I started swimming at like five years old, or I guess three years old technically, and I got my gold and bronze medal in the Olympics at 25, so I had a lot of time as a swimmer before that and still was the same person as soon as it happened. And um, You know, it is a life-changing moment that you appreciate, you stop and reflect on all the hard work, but yeah, really nothing changes in your life at all. And went back to normal the next day, and I retired now happily and living life and exploring other sports. and. You know, sleeping in and getting to do lots of stuff that I didn't do before, so it's fun. And you're probably eating like stuff that now that you can couldn't yeah. eat before, right? What was Junk. the first thing that you yeah <laughs> Junk what was, food. What was the first thing that you like had once you retired? Cold stone. Like a lot of it? <laughs> yeah. Cold stone and then a lot of champagne. <laughs> See that's like us, that's our diet. And we're still working. Yeah. Ice cream ice cream and champagne. That's all that's all I eat. Good taste. But now but now you can't eat all that because you're pregnant. Yes, I'm pregnant. Which is exciting. Hey, congrats. Thank you. Congra congratulations. But you d I didn't even know you can't eat cheese. You can't eat... Deli meat. Uh, deli? Sushi. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Raw meat. That's all I... All, everything I eat, she can't eat. 
<laughs> do you do you think like going back into the workforce after the Olympics, you're used to like doing things in like with a four year span. Do you ever get like an assignment they need the next day and you're just like, you know what, give me four years and I will nail <laughs> this. I can nail this. I'll give you like I'll be the, one of the top people in the country at this. No. But I need four years. I'm a sprinter. My you know, my events were super short, so my coworkers tease me that I get stuff done way too fast. Like oh. I'm not the most thorough and I'm not um, focused on quality, you know, all the time. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. but I can get things done really fast, so you know, my boss sometimes was like, I thought that was going to take a week, and I did it in a day. And, <laughs> and then she, like, makes me go back and, you know, look at it in a little more detail. Very nice. Yeah, we're, we're not about quality either. No. Paul, Paul especially, he has no quality. Well, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> See what they do to me here? Can you believe this? The stuff that I got to deal with. Um, so let's, let's get back to, to the actual Olympics because, you know, that's that's – a really cool thing and what did it mean you had a, a definitely a different journey than most people when you finally reached the olympics uh in 2012 what was that like for you and what how do you still reflect on that it's a surreal experience it's another summit i've been going to those for years and years and years so like the actual competition side of it was with the same people that i'd been you know swimming against forever lifelong friends that i still talk to um my fiance at the time, my husband now, he was like competing also. You know, literally we were just like at another meet. Um, but everything outside of the pool is so much more enhanced. You know, the village life itself is probably the most interesting part. It's kind of like a circus. Um, like every sport has a different body type. You know, like wrestlers are like 300 pounds. Volleyball is like over seven feet tall. Gymnasts are like under four feet tall. Oh, yeah, and you're seriously. Like, you're like, what, where am I? And there's like all these languages being spoken and cultures that I had never been exposed to, embarrassingly. But, um, you know, at the Olympics, just people watching like in the dining hall for hours, trying to guess what sport they do, what country they're from. It's like it never got old the whole time. So the life outside of the competition was way more exciting. But the competition itself, um, you know, people were a little bit more serious, a little bit more focused. A little bit more nervous, but for the most part, I mean, it's it's cool. Like the it's louder in there than a world championships or a nationals or something, you know, domestically. So it's exciting, but just another swim meet. Do you, do you ever see people now in the street and you just know what sport they are because of that knowledge? Sometimes, yeah. Like that's a that's a pommel horser right there for sure. <laughs> Sometimes, if they're good at their sport, I can kind of pinpoint what they do so you're thinking that we're both he's good at basketball and i'm good at baseball is that what you're thinking when you walked in i did know you were a baseball player just oh, yeah? guess okay <laughs> oh, she just left out the basketball part you know <laughs> i don't do know. I not look like the olympic basketball team i'm not an expert in basketball well, they're, sorry they're mostly like blonde about six foot um slow that's 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 your basketball player for you i think you're a foot too short on that one <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, jeez. What are what are the chances you name your child after us? Oh, I don't know. It's gonna be a girl. Oh. So well. <laughs> my husband might take some. Paulina. <laughs> what about you? What do you got? Janessa. Okay. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. The last person on the show that we had that had that was named after us, J.P. Crawford, John Paul Crawford. Uh-huh. Uh, he plays for the Phillies now. He's a professional athlete. So. I mean, if you name your kid after us, they're going to be a professional athlete. That's just it's we have one a lot for of good one. vibes. That's awesome. A lot of good vibes. I'm not going to say no. <laughs> uh, so, go ahead. I got. I'm gonna, I got this okay, one. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> wait. You want me to take it? No. No. You go ahead. Go ahead. You're no, you, good. Go ahead. Okay. I'll go ahead. <laughs> uh, so, in 
2008, you were like in your prime, and then all of a sudden this this drug thing happens, and you tested positive for whatever it was. I don't know what it was. What was it called again? Clenbuterol. Clenbuterol. What what is that? And then like who spiked you? What the heck happened? Were you like really pissed about that? I mean, yeah. Obviously, yeah, I mean. I am still. But are you still pissed? pissed? <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, it's not as much anger now as. You know, definitely, it's a it's a scar that I have forever. Clenbuterol, yeah. um, I'm not really sure still what it is, but it's in a lot of diuretics, I think. Okay. Um, I had a contaminated sports drink, and it wasn't listed on the label. Um, but I didn't know that for a good six months, so I honestly had no idea why I tested positive. And it was a month before the Olympic Games in 2008 after I had already qualified right. in four events. And a lot of media attention was on me, and I didn't have an answer. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, I had no clue. Um, we looked into everything from sabotage to like food contamination and what tap water tested and like everything I ate and drank was under the microscope. Thankfully, we figured it out six months later. Um, a lot of money out of my pocket to get that all tested yeah. and it's all, you're treated guilty until you can prove your innocence. So right. it was all at my own expense and um, you know, more so embarrassing and heartbreaking to miss the Olympics. Um, that I'd been training for forever and right. dreaming of even longer. Um, but it taught me a lot, you know, and as soon as I figured out what it was that caused it, I, I went to court, proved my innocence, um, you know, taking a supplement so it's not regulated by the FDA. Um, that's, as an athlete, it's at your own risk to begin with. So I was still banned for a year okay. and um, did miss the Olympics. The girls that replaced me that I had beat at trials won three silver medals. So stung a little but I was obviously stoked and happy for them and the team that they did so well um, definitely motivated me and that's what led me to perform you know breaking world records and really coming back better than I was before and then making the Olympic team four years later so it turned out okay well if you need some guys to you know get a little physical with some people you let us know okay because we're <laughs> me and John are pretty big strong you know I did uh, I did have a lawsuit and Bought me, I bought myself a house, so you know, there's positives that came from it. More so, the lessons I learned. Um, just that, that's that's yeah. it's the, one of the most heartbreaking things I think our magazine ever covered or, or anyone heard about in Long Beach. And have you thought about how you're gonna like talk to your children about that? Like, what, what are, what's a lesson you think that they get out of that? Oh, that's a Life good sucks. question. I haven't thought about that. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we could get serious over here. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, I'm this is like the most serious thing we've ever talked about I've on this podcast, by the way. Oh, sorry. No, that's okay. But <laughs> deep. She, she already has taught us a little bit about how to deal with stuff. Like, oh, yeah. She recommended that I get a Mexican mule here, which I've never had. I'm pregnant, so I'm, I'm just right. suggesting yeah. what we're, I we're drinking. We're right drinking now. for Jessica right now because she can't drink. Paul, Thank what do you, you got over there? I got the Ronald Jones or something like that. What was it called? <laughs> Rodney Strong. Rodney Strong. Yeah. Pino. The Ronald, Strong. the Ronald McDonald House yeah, of Wine. It's just a great red. It's not real leggy, but it's like, you know, it's good. It's, it's good enough. Smooth, it's smooth, easy drinkable. Yeah, it's delicious. Let me know your I'm honored that Jessica thoughts. pegged me for a tequila guy. <laughs> Usually more of a Coors Light, but this will do. In so, were you like super motivated in 2009 then? D didn't you hold yes. the world record for the breaststroke at one point? Yeah, I broke my first world record in high school in 2005 as a senior. No, not um, to brag. But I <laughs> I did come back right after my suspension, my first competition back. I broke three world records, um, and two of them were in the same race. So my favorite race is the 100 breast. The 50 is one lap. I broke that world record, and then the 100 I touched in another world record. What's it like to be like the best of all time in the world, like yeah. at one point? 
yeah, it's it's cool. It's not something that feels real. You know, it's obviously an adrenaline rush when you see world record on the scoreboard, but the the real you know reality of what it is doesn't sink in for years, and it's still sinking in now that I'm you know stepping away and I'm watching it on TV and kind of seeing it more from a hyped up point of view because yeah. when you're there in person it's just like your normal life but now in retrospect it is more exciting for sure that's so crazy the, the best in the world think about it of all time though like well, nobody before she was better than everybody before that i didn't i didn't even think about that till yeah. now i was actually just thinking at the time no that is insane yeah i think i'm still third as far as i'm aware third of, of all time so you were the third fastest out of human history at doing that i think so I'm probably not better than anybody. Although I've actually never officially ever. swam it, so <laughs> game a, on. Yeah, that's true. So. <laughs> game on. I am pregnant, so you would probably beat me right now. Oh, <laughs> sounds like we got a little race oh, shaking up. Okay, Get some so money on the I line. I wasn't going to bring okay. anything up, but if you want to race, I'm in. I'm, I, 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 can I can swim a few laps. I can swim a few laps. This is just probable. Um, what do you think about while you swim? That's definitely a good question. It is a really meditative sport, so you have to be okay with being kind of in your own head and being zen, but that's not easy. I'm a sprinter, so I lost attention pretty quickly. I A lot of time I'm thinking about technique or just racing the people I'm swimming with in practice, but if not, it's like growing up it was my homework or like fights I had with people or you know, conversation, replaying conversations. Kind of like when you're in the shower by yourself, it's the same kind of thoughts. I you see. Know? Do you ever sing when you're in the pool? Heck like, yeah. Yeah. We usually, when I trained it for my post-grad um, pro career, we usually had music during the whole practice. Oh, underwater too, huh? No, above the water. Oh. But I'm a sprinter, so I can hear most of it. I'm right, like right. swimming for like 10 to 20 seconds right. at a time. So They should put speakers in the pool. They do for synchro, but it's annoying. Oh, they play it? the same song for two hours straight. Do you dislike synchronized swimmers? No, I love them. Oh, okay. Just don't like that was, listening to them. That music. was one of my questions. Was <laughs> it? My bad. Is uh, well, do you think synchronized synchronized swimmers think you are like a ball hog, like selfish because you're not part of the team? Yeah, true. Like oh. you're off doing your own thing. They're yeah, all possibly. together. Possibly. Possibly. I think swimmers are like the ball hogs of swim. Sorry. Because they're not synchronized with the team. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, we do relays. We train relay? together. We train as a team. Even with the synchro? No. Oh, oh even with the other with the other selfish I have people. a ton of respect for synchro, though. One time I got in trouble at practice and as a punishment had to go over there. And they have to hold their breath for impossibly long amounts of time. Yeah, I bet. And, you know, like, they're flexible in ways that aren't humanly possible. So I can't do their sport. I it, respect them for sure. Any synchros out there and you want to discuss – if you have a little beef with yeah. uh, the regular swimmers, you come on the podcast. We'll let you. We'll let you, We'll get you on. Speak. Speak now. <laughs> Je Jessica really feels like I think she hates them. She's really oh, covering I love it up. Them. I love them. This is. These are the fights she's talking about when she's thinking when she's swimming. She's thinking about how to, how much she hates sinkers swimmers. No, did uh, no. did did you ask your husband to take your last name? No, no. But people used to tease him all the time about that. Really? He doesn't think it's very funny. <laughs> We're sorry. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Uh, what what's like a temperature of water that is too cold where you're like, okay, I'm not swimming today. Anything below 69 is too cold. Really? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh, mine's 80. Yeah. I don't blame you. Yeah. It's probably warmer now that I'm not training. Okay. So there is, there is a, a, a thing. You're not just like, a, I'm, I'm in there no matter what. Are those pools heated yeah. in the Olympics? Yeah. They're usually between 67 and 71 degrees, if I remember correctly. And it's usually too cold for sprinters, in my opinion. Okay. But, um, yeah, they're consistent. Well, 
do you would you swim faster in the cold or in the hot the theories are that you swim faster in cold water um, your muscles i guess just perform better but because you're cold yeah but i used to get too tight in cold water and i don't swim long enough to like get loose enough okay so okay just my personal opinion everyone has their own theories though do you ever swim in the bay in long beach i haven't in a while growing up i did all the time really for sure. You but still paddleboarding? Yeah, paddleboard, kayak, boat. I do everything else. I just haven't really wanted to put a cap and goggles on in the past year. What, what's it called when you have a board on the snow? What's that sport called? Snowboarding. What about when you have a board on the water? Uh oh. <laughs> I'm not. Si- Waterboard. I'm not uh, <laughs> I was, was going to say, don't get controversial with us, Jessica. Yeah. We, no. see, we stay away from those My subjects. My dad was in the Navy. I can't we, go. We there. stay away from those <laughs> subjects. All right. That was, a, that was a trap. Who's next, me or you? You could go. Okay. Um, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. Yeah, you go, you go. We're the official countdown of the 2028 Olympics. Yeah. Did you know that? I love it. Um, So what what are we like? It's like 3,900. No, 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 no. 3,000. I'm thinking like 11 days now. 3,011 days. So exciting. So it's it's very close. Do you have any plans for that? Well, I'm going to have a 10-year-old daughter, um, which is going to be awesome. I would absolutely love to be involved um, more than just a spectator. But we'll see. Okay. I'm for sure going to be there. Well, here, well, here's what this I'm, I'm going to be doing. So, you know, there's a lot of Olympians in Long Beach. Um, we get the opportunity to meet a lot of them through stuff like this, which is cool. I'm, I'm going to put together like a, a, a brain trust, probably a year ahead of time. You're, you're invited. Um, and we're going to find out, like, you guys have the insight on all the little petty ways we can make a bunch of money during the Olympics. Like, I'm thinking selling ice. Uh, onion rings, right? What, like, what are the little vendors? Like, maybe the guy who passes out the markers for the signs that people hold up for NBC. Honestly, I've never been to the Olympics as a spectator, so oh, I, I need, need your to help. See this stuff. Okay, well, but basically, you want to hook up with me if, if for the for the money making aspect, I'm probably going to be a millionaire afterwards. That's awesome. Could we so. get heads at? Could you get us into the village? I don't know. I don't even know if I can get myself into the village. It's ten. It's eleven years from now. We'll see. Well, it's three thousand nine hundred such and such days. <laughs> But um, to be exact. if you're thinking about what traditionally sells well up there, those bacon-wrapped hot dogs are the probably the best. Really? Day. Bacon-wrapped hot you dogs? You need to get on board on that. <laughs> wow. See, now we're thinking. The Olympics and Rams games. Yeah. You walk into the Coliseum, they got all those bacon-wrapped hot dogs. You can smell it. You can oh, smell yeah. it like five miles away. Why is swimming such a big sport during the Olympics but not any other time? I know. I know. That, does that make I you mad? I hate that. I hate it, yeah. It makes me mad. It's like my favorite part of the Olympics. And oh, then, thanks. like, when the world championships come around, it's, like, not even on TV. It is literally everyone's favorite part of the Olympics. Yeah. It's, well, like, thanks. the first half. It's, like, the best. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. You guys are awesome. Hey, you're welcome. I wish that more people cared. Uh, we compete a big meet every single summer, but, uh, you know, we train literally with one or two weeks off our whole lives. So, swimmers are kind of weird you know we like are into all in and don't yeah take we, we can we can tell we can tell <laughs> kind of weird do you know rowdy Gaines? yeah like personally yeah oh that's like my hero oh really yeah that's awesome we're big rowdy Gaines yeah. guys well i think he's the reason yeah does I he think do so the, all the swim meets yeah he does see, oh, see I don't how get is that. this not like number one tv the guy is unbelievable he's a character do you have a rowdy Gaines impersonation Oh, no. No, no, no. Come on. Give it to us. I'm not going to get to that level of excitement. I just can't. Like, my voice doesn't go there. But he genuinely always talks about the direction that you're breathing in all the time. Okay. It's, like, his favorite go-to. Like, what are you? She's breathing to the left. She's breathing to the left. I can't see to the right. (laughs) Okay. But we can see underwater, Rowdy. We have goggles in our Somera, and he didn't have those, so... 
She's going to need to have the swim of her life on this last leg. She's going to do it. She's 24-5 right now. She's 24-5 right now. She's going to do it. I love it because I think he always, like, like, he knows he's announcing Americans, obviously. And even if the Americans are favored, he just brings, I don't know, the French are so good. The French are so good. I don't see a path for the Americans. I don't see a path for the Americans. And then we inevitably find a path. She's been feeling good every single day this past week, <laughs> and I think th I think that she's gonna have the swim of her life here. But it has like ten octaves higher. Right, and more right. excited. Can we get Rowdy Gaines on the podcast? Do you have his number? Probably. Okay, I do have cool. his number. Oh wow, huh? He's a busy guy though. He travels uh, everywhere all the time. When he comes to Long Beach, hey, 2028 Olympics. Oh, that's a bit. We, we could book that right no, now. We'll book it. We'll book it. We'll book <laughs> it. Yeah, we'll get him on board. 2028. Dream big. So we're we're. <laughs> <laughs> we're very, we're very fun guys, as you can tell. Like we said, swimming's not a huge deal until the Olympics come rolling around. So we want to make swimming a little bit more fun. We like to make sports fun. Love so it. we're gonna do a segment called "Make Swimming Fun Again." Love it. Um, I'm gonna give a quick way to do that, and John will go, and then you could go too if you have any uh, any like good examples. Is that okay? Yes. Okay. So this is what I'm thinking. So at, during one lap, you have to swim blindfolded so and you don't know where you're going so you have to go all the way but here here's a catch the lane I, I haven't really worked this out yet i'm not sure how we're going to do this but the lane lines like disappear like they go up or something oh and, my gosh or like they go into the walls and so it's like a free-for-all yeah bumper cars you start running into people brings and, in the, the nascar effect into play yeah. people are just rooting for crashes yeah <laughs> and then you can like bump into people and like stop them from going you know forward yeah. Like, what do you think? I think it'd be aggressive. actually a good time. It could be like wrestling, swimming, bumper car combo. Yeah, and then like the fifty free is Chaos. only blind. Only you can only go blind because it's the only lap. Chaos. Yeah, I think it'd be so a good time. No one sees, and you can do whatever you want, and yeah. hopefully you get to the other side. <laughs> exactly. There, are, there is um, Paralympic swimming. You know, like the blind athletes, they have these little poles that they get tapped on the head. You know, oh, right wow. before the wall when yeah. they know what they're supposed to finish. So okay. you could implement that in for the finish as well i'm just thinking like i just kind of want to hear what rowdy Gaines has to say when he's calling this this part of the olympics it would be epic that's what i was kind of going for she's breathing to the left <laughs> she's breathing to the left and she can't even see <laughs> go ahead john uh i i didn't have a good a great one for this for this one but i'm just thinking like do you ever though no yeah okay uh maybe if we just name more of the swim strokes based off body parts like we already have the breast <laughs> We already have the the. Ba I think it would make announcing. I think everything more fun. Um, okay. You know, like the the thigh, the thigh <laughs> stroke. The thigh stroke. Okay. The, I was thinking like the, the freestyle should be like the armpit stroke, and you know that was just a stinky armpit out there today. <laughs> okay. I don't know. What do we think? It might just make for announcing purposes. Yeah. I don't See, know. we're just thinking rowdy games. That's we'll, all we're yeah, thinking. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll ask rowdy. Yeah, we'll ask rowdy in twenty twenty. I don't even know what I'm gonna add to this. I have no ideas. If I did, I probably would have done it all the time. Right. Well, how would you get people to watch swimming not every four years? Oh, I don't know. If I had the answer, I definitely would have pitched it already, you know? I get you, yeah. contacts at NBC and USA Swimming and stuff. I did, you know, tell them that kids needed to know that it was a fun sport. And then USA Swimming says, okay, we're going to name it the funnest sport. And I'm like, that's not a real word, <laughs> and it drives me crazy, but... They want to stop calling it swimming and start calling it the funnest sport. That's their like campaign online right now. But okay. you know, it is a fun sport. We do have fun. We're it's a lot of work though. We're at at the boathouse on the bay. Unbelievable view here. 
Uh, I'm kind of upset because we don't get to see the sunset. We didn't really plan that out too well. What's the sunset at like 4 p.m.? It's this time know, change. Yeah. This time change is pissing yeah. me off a little bit. Yeah. But the sunsets are always great here. I like a, I like me a good sunset at the boathouse, Paul. Yeah. If I could have a nice little glass of Rodney Strong <laughs> while watching the sunset, that would be just kind of the best day. I'll ever. be damned if I'm not here every Tuesday drinking a Mexican mule from now on. <laughs> in honor in honor of Jessica. Yes. This is this Such is a good unbelievable influence time. On you guys. We like to finish every single interview with a set of rapid fire questions. Okay. Um, we call this one the warm down. You know, you got to get the lactic acid out and whatnot, right? Love it. You you have to go into the warm down pool and like do your your strokes, yeah. right? Isn't yeah. that what they do? Is that why yeah. I have acid reflux? Because I don't do the warm downs. You got a lot of ac lactic acid oh, buildup. Okay. Possibly. That's your bad. I'm not a scientist, but. So we're gonna hit you with some some fast questions. You got to think on your feet, okay? Okay. Here we go. Don't go too hard on me. I won't. <laughs> What is your, where is your favorite place to swim? What pool? Oh my gosh. Shoot, I'm not very fat. It used to be the Belmont. I guess it still is the Belmont. Okay. It's literally the best uh, location in the world on the beach. Pandering to our Long Beach listeners yeah. on this podcast. I was hoping I for somewhere it. in like it's Switzerland beautiful. or something. No, it's freezing there. Yeah, okay. It's the last thing you want to do is get in a What pool. about that Omaha pool? Is that cool? It's, it's a good atmosphere. It's big. There's a lot of people, but you know, Omaha is a small town and in the middle of the country and you know not super glamorous but they do a good job hosting trials for sure have you ever peed during a race no my races are way too short okay <laughs> I, I thought i'd get that <laughs> in she's there. peeing mid 50 meter <laughs> like, <laughs> I, get that in there. I just wanted to know the marathon swimmers do pee yeah stop drinking so much water i'm not surprised yeah who's lazier divers or archery Ar archers i haven't watched archers but divers are 99% in the hot tub doing practices. Oh, here oh. we go. I knew it. I knew she hated divers. I'm That's just awesome. jealous of that. I'd be That's a awesome. diver for sure. It's like, well, it's like the people on the AYSO soccer team that become goalies. It's, it's actually just like the lazy guy. Yeah, it's the lazy guy. That's, that's what My I equated to. <laughs> I <love it. laughs> who, uh, who, or I mean, what is your least favorite country to compete against? Who, who, who? Well, which country? Which country? That's it. Which country? That's, I can't politically correct answer that but oh here we go i like fair sport especially with what i've been through accidentally testing positive um i would just hope that all countries have the same respect that the u.s does and i don't think they do so the countries that have been under the spotlight lately i don't need to list them so not russia i don't know <laughs> i don't know we'll answer that for you <laughs> just disappointed in some of the morals okay I'm Us a, too. I'm a USA. We're a big moral USA, yeah, USA guy. guy. Yeah, <laughs> Love for it. sure. So in 2012, uh, that was the, if you remember, a little time travel. That was a big year. Everyone was thinking the world was going to end because the Mayan calendar. Was that discussed? Like, did you guys think this is the last Olympics we, we need to bring it home for USA? I honestly didn't even know that about the Mayan calendar. Really? Oh, yeah. We all almost died. Really? Yeah. The world was supposed to end. The Mayans oh. thought this was the last. That was the last year. I thought like you guys were rallying behind that. Like let's let's go down in the the annals of human history as the last Olympic team. Wow. Yeah. I had well, no idea. That was a bit. You guys were a big deal. How, yeah. how am I not giving these uh, these talks? Because yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Is it like the millennial year? I remember that. Like when that's clock Y2K? changed. Yeah. yeah Y2K. <laughs> it was the second that. coming of Y2K. Y212. Sounds even more intense. Yeah, it. it was it was a pretty big deal. I was hiding under, underneath the table. Mike Michael Phelps or Ryan Lochte? Both. They're both awesome. Oh, come on. <laughs> See, we get this is all cop out stuff here. Yeah, oh <laughs> They're yeah. They're both awesome. Okay. Um, I've seen Michael more recently, so I'll just say him. Oh, there we go. Okay. <laughs> uh, Missy Franklin or Kesha? Missy. Okay. Is Kesha the singer? Yeah. 
I don't know her. I guess I did meet her one time. Oh, well, a little humble brag. Um, okay. Okay. I've, I've been to one of her concerts. Okay. Yeah, she's pretty, is she good? I don't know. Did you do, <laughs> were you part of that uh, Call Me Maybe thing? Kinda. Kinda. Wow. I was a little bit annoyed. They recorded that song, like, the same song was playing for a month. So I was a little bit checked out of okay. it. Regrettably, like, looking back, it's a cute video. It was a huge deal. Wish I was in it a little more, but. Well, Jessica, I just met you, and this is crazy, but, well, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Actually, never Let's move on. Good. I have Jessica Hardy's number, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> that is cool. I'm jealous. What's your uh, pre-meat meal, or what was your pre-meat meal? Anything that didn't make my stomach hurt. I'm pretty adventurous and flexible. Whoa. But, you know, stay away from spicy foods or, like, something that looked okay. off. Okay. Chlorine or salt? Salt water is way better. I love it way more, but we can't compete in it. So most of my time was wow. in chlorine. Wow, hear that? You, who's, like, the big, who's like the big uh, organization of swimming? FINA. FINA, hear that? FINA? FINA, yeah. Doesn't why, why can't you compete in it? It's buoyant. Ooh. Doesn't salt have so a little chlorine in it? <laughs> uh, NACL or something like that? I don't, I don't know. know. I'm, not a, I'm not a science guy. We uh, need a science expert on the show. Yeah, seriously. Are you, more <laughs> <laughs> are you more of a negative split person or no. the other one? The other one. What's the other I'm one? Fly and die. <laughs> fly and die. <laughs> yeah. So get out fast. Yes. Nice. Yes. Sprint. I mean, you can't break a world record well, at half right. point. You I know, always forget that you're a sprinter. Sorry. Um, Jack Johnson or John Mayer? <gasps> Gosh, those are my two favorites. Oh, I knew it. I paid Jack, you. Jack Johnson. Okay, I like that. I'm, a, I'm more of a Jack Johnson guy myself. Love it. Yeah. What's, what's your dream job? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I wish I knew. My dream job was a professional athlete. Okay. And now well, I'm, you nailed it. Now I'm getting to just see what else is out there. Any ideas? You could be like Listeners. The, are you going to be like the Dara Taurus? Are you, are you going back? No. No, 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 no. That's a yes. No. Okay. No. It's maybe. You're to, you heard <laughs> no. it here first. Call me maybe. No. I have um, a lot of respect for her, though. Butterfly swim or butterfly stretch? Both. Stretch. The swim sucks, I heard. That's what all the swimmers say. I mean, I can do it for one lap. <laughs> She's a sprinter. Paul, yeah. do you remember? She's yeah, a sprinter. Right, right. I'm going to remember that by the end of this interview. Favorite movie? Ah. Ah. That's my bad. That's Shoot. a tough one. Um, the Blind Side. Wow. That's a curveball. Really? Nice. No. I, well, I, hey, I love that movie. Oh, good. Nice. I nice. think anything she said was going to be a curveball. I just had no <laughs> idea what you were going to say. I didn't either. And um, What's, like, a rookie move that, like, beginners do during, like, a lap swim session that's, like, just not acceptable on the on the swim scene? Pushing off when somebody's going in for a turn. So people that go in for a turn have right away, and if somebody pushes off right in front of them, it's like they deserve to get kind of hit. Okay. Well, I'm going to start calling people out for that so I sound like I'm really a big swimmer when I'm lap swimming. Yeah, oh, you right. should. Good. What's your favorite vacation spot? My husband is going to kill me if I don't say Switzerland, so Switzerland, but second is Australia. Okay, so Australia okay. and then kind of Switzerland's <laughs> like fifth or sixth. Okay, <laughs> we got it. Uh, what's your favorite summer event in Long Beach? What do you mean event? Like now that you're not swimming all the time, like what's a nice like, like activity or like yeah, like concerts in the park? Are you mm -hmm. a movies at the beach gal? Not at all. Are you a stroll and saver? All of it. Um, is the indie race in the summer? Yeah, like that's the, pretty like cool. The Grand like the Grand Prix? Prix. Yeah, it kind of kicks off the summer. It's the spring. That's yeah, a pretty we'll cool, pretty okay. big event Long All Beach right. gets to okay. have. Good. Do you like pineapple on your pizza? No. 
Really? I like pineapple and I like pizza separately, but not together. All right. Well, sorry. You should try new things. We you put them on pizza. Put them in a little ranch on it. Delish. I don't know about this. Maybe Delish. I'm pregnant right now. My taste buds are changing. Oh yeah. I might oh yeah. Like it. You're very vulnerable. We're gonna completely <laughs> change your whole palate. Hey, if you like need it. if you need some buddies to like eat with you during your cravings, you let us know. Okay. okay. Yeah, and, and more of this, just like if you want us to eat or drink stuff you can't do. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, all about it. Just Good. just hit me up. Be like John, crush a sandwich. Yes. I'll do it. Sushi, please. I'll do that. Go for to you. all you can eat. Have uh, some wine today. Okay, yeah. I will. All of the, all of the above, over and over. Bob Costas or Mike Tirico? I don't know Mike. You know Bob though. Yeah. Well, Olympics. He's yeah. a friend of the show. He's one of our, our best listeners. Really? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> Who is the best looking podcast in Long Beach? You guys. Whoa. No doubt. No doubt. Wow. Really? Wow. I love to hear that. Jessica, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. Uh, we'll have you on again. All right. Well, if Such you let us, if you let us have you again, if you weren't sick of us. If your listeners aren't sick of me. Oh heck no, that'll never happen. Well, everyone, maybe. No, t- before 2028, <laughs> the Olympics. Well, that's we're rushing that one <laughs> a little bit. I don't know. We have a lot of guests lined up, as you know. Yeah, you're right. Well, I'm just thinking we could have just her her on next time because this was more of like a, a two-person interview her and her soon-to-be child oh, yeah oh you're right you will have really you, talking we'll have you solo next that. time yeah she, she yeah she was we didn't give her a mic because she was talking a lot yeah gotta can't can't keep her quiet yeah check out our video with jessica we're about to do one right now um she doesn't know but we never tell our guests that we're doing a video so Ooh. well here you go you're gonna be on camera okay she got a new <laughs> hat so hopefully she wears it <laughs> Uh, thanks a lot, Jessica. We'll see you, <laughs> see, see you later. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you, guys. You guys are awesome. Wow, I sort of got screwed on the old bedroom selection. Every room's like four times as big as mine. I'm really looking forward to most that uh, Rowdy Gaines is going to be on our show. I don't think she realized how much we actually love the sport of swimming during the Olympics. Love it. It's it's our it's like one of our favorite things. Was it like that is the Olympics? I mean, track's cool too. But, like, Olympic swimming is what makes the Olympics, without a doubt. I totally agree. I think everyone would agree. I totally agree. And we're going to get Rowdy Gaines, who's my idol. Who Bob, else? Bob Costas. Bob Costas. Dang. He got pink eye that one year, you remember? That was a tough year that for him. That was a tough year for him. Well, I want to ask him about it. And Missy Franklin and Dara Torres. And Michael Phelps. And Lochte. We got some big-time guests lined up. We need to, like, steal Jessica's phone. With See, we should have done that. Yeah. And just, like, get all those contacts real fast. Yeah. Oh, we, when we get her on again, well, well, she's probably listening to it. Shh, never mind. Okay, we're not gonna we're not gonna steal your phone, but we're gonna point out something really cool in the other direction of your phone. You should probably look, Jessica. Yep. Yeah. By the way, the Olympic countdown. Since we are the official podcast of the countdown to the 2028 LA Olympics, the official countdown right now: three thousand nine hundred and one days and sixteen hours. Pretty, um, pretty fired up about it. What are you looking forward to most? Well, well, she gave you that great idea. Yeah, it sa- sounds like I need to start cooking more bacon, Paul. Yeah, wrapping the hot dogs in bacon. I'm in. I love bacon and I love hot dogs. I couldn't tell if that's actually a good idea or that was just like her like naming more stuff she can't eat right now and like being. Hungry. Yeah, that could be. But that's... can she eat a bacon wrapped hot dog? I'm not sure. They are rat parts still in hot dogs. Remember when there was like that whole thing that there was like rat parts in hot dogs? Oh, I assume so. Uh, isn't isn't a hot dog just like a, a mix of like all the downtrodden meat? Yeah. Well, I mean, I love, hot dogs aren't good for you. Well, I love rat parts then because I love yeah. hot dogs. Well, yeah, they're delicious. Put a little mustard. In. Well, yeah. there's already people out there that are grilling out the hot dogs and the bacon. 
So are you going to like get a monopoly on the whole thing and kind of see what you can do? Let me let me okay. Give me a break. Let now. me speak a little business for you, Paul. Okay. I don't want to be the one guy out there grilling hot dogs and wrapping them in bacon. I want to be the guy selling to those people. So oh. I I set up a little a little mart the week before of uh, is mart a term? I'm thinking mini mart. Mini mart, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, where I'm selling George Foreman grills. We'll get George Foreman involved. I know Jessica probably has his number. We're selling bacon. We're selling. You know, I'm the mass produce guy. I'm the Costco in this okay. situation. You're going to be the Olympic Costco guy. It sounds like it, Paul. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. Yeah. Uh, Long Beach State, men's basketball. Season's going. We were there Tuesday against San Francisco State. We have a real stranglehold on San Francisco right now, by the way. Big win at San Francisco and a big win at home against San Francisco State for the old Long Beach State men's basketball team. It feels good. Uh, good environment, good environment, but some big tests up uh, this week. Long Beach State at Oregon State on Saturday, then at Press Virginia, West wow. Virginia on We gave Monday. Munson some tricks to beat that press. You think he's going to listen? I don't think so. See, you know, some guys are just stuck in their ways. We're trying to tell you that we got this press, this press break that breaks every eighth grade press, yeah. and he doesn't want to take it to the collegiate level. What is that? Well, here, Well, here's the deal. If you think about it, you really want to break basketball down into basics, and we know how to do that better than anybody, right? Yeah. Because we have to break it down to eighth graders. What's that old theory, like the easiest thing is always the best thing? Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, I was going for something else, but oh. yeah, that, that's good too. 908 Athlete of the Week, nobody tweeted at us, so appreciate it to all the fans out there. Hit us up on Facebook too, I don't care. Like it doesn't have to be on Twitter. Hey, if you if you shared our if you shared our podcast on Facebook because we we we're not getting tagged in that, but we saw that like like five people shared it. So you got to message us; we'll get you your free hat, free shirt. That's still going to- on. Share share these episodes. We appreciate. Hey, we've been having people come up to us telling telling us they're listening. We appreciate that. Don't be afraid to tell us that you want a free hat because we'll give it to you. We'll we have too many to hats over here. Yeah, we're not we're we're not going to be mad. We're happy that you're sharing our shows. Yeah. And we want you to wear our hat. Exactly. Advertising. Because marketing is everything. Something like that. 908 Athlete of the Week. Milliken wide receiver. Christian Bravo. Oh, weird. Paul went, Paul oh, no, no, went no, no. with a Milliken guy for 908 Athlete of the Week. Okay. No, no, no. Let me give you a breakdown. I See, I knew you were going to say some, some, some BS like this. I knew you were going to say something. Christian Bravo. Three touchdown catches. In Milliken's first playoff win in, shoot, I don't know, forever. Like, I don't know, 86 maybe? No, nah, probably not 86. I don't know. It's been a long time. Been a long time since Milliken had a playoff win. He had three touchdown catches, but he's also the kicker, and he knocked down seven extra points. So when you're thinking about it, he had 18 points plus seven points is what, 25? Very good I'm not point. a math guy. 25 points. So he had 25 points in that game. My guy Matt Corral over at Pauly. Was dishing out dimes, you know, <laughs> and you know what's a good, you know what really made me like this quarterback is there was this one point in the game and he just like lit up like I don't even know who he was yelling at. He was like yelling at both his receiver and his coach at the same time because they like weren't taking it like seriously enough. He's a gamer. He's a gamer. Wants to win. It's Wants like, to win football games. It's like if I just like broke loose right now and Paul quit messing around with podcasting, you know. But like, but you're not a gamer. You but he sounds like cooler when he does it. Of course. 
He's way more swagged out than you are. Yeah, he is. He probably cussed. I don't remember. That usually helps. I don't say that. Yeah, I, well, you I don't think he did. I don't remember. That's defamation if you think about it. Yeah, he didn't cuss. <laughs> did we do the 908 Athlete of the Week? Oh, yeah, we did. Christian you, Bravo. Congrats. You just named the first Milliken guy you could think of. No. Congrats uh, to Bravo. Good luck on Friday nights at Grace Brethren. Let's get to a semifinal. Let's get to my favorite segment, Good Juju, Bad Juju. Good Juju, Bad Juju. This has been a hit the last couple of, no, last week. It was a hit last week because it was our first week last week, right? Yeah. Good Juju, Bad Juju. Talking Juju Smith-Schuster. Is he doing good Juju stuff or bad Juju stuff? Well, this week, it was a little bit of both. Good Juju. Scored a touchdown again last week. Let me give you a quick stat here. Ready, John? Can't wait. The Steelers are undefeated when Juju Smith-Schuster scores a touchdown. Wow. So, hey, I got an idea. I'm no expert, but get him the football. If he scores a touchdown, they win. Give him the football. A little bad Juju, though. Not happy about this. Really not happy about this. So, on Twitter, you don't, you're not real hot on, on the old Twitter game, John, but... Palm downright cold. Cold. <laughs> I was going to say. Very cold on the Twitter game. I'm a zero on the Celsius. But here's the deal. Here's the deal. This is why I'm upset. In Pittsburgh, there was a hashtag that was trending, and it was called hashtag good juju. And people were talking a bunch of good stuff about juju, and the hashtag was good juju. And I'm just a little bit upset because who started the hashtag good juju? We did. We I know we shoot your shot. But we didn't get any love. Tweeted at him, didn't tweet back, not happy about it. See? Bad juju. Well, I went to school in Pittsburgh, maybe... Some of my old friends are listening, and maybe they started it. Maybe they stole it from me. Uh, you bastards. I thought we were friends, and maybe they're taking the credit. Either way, I'm not happy. And, I, oh, man, I can't wait to get him on the show because I will roast him about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're not going to do that. Yes, I will. Okay. Say I won't. You will. I will. We actually have a new segment. Well, it's Go ahead. Is it Juju Smith-Schuster's birthday coming up? Yeah, next week. Should we go? I kind of want to go. Okay. Let's do it. Grab grab yeah. a few uh, Mexican mules with old yeah. Juju and, and Big Ben, my guy. Yeah. You think Big Ben is going to be at Juju's 21st birthday party? Uh, I'm going to say I'm gonna say yes. He seems like a team guy. Yeah. You got to go out with the team. Yinzer's going out for the oh, 21st you, birthday? Yinzer's downtown? going downtown, huh? Yeah. Downtown on a Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. Oh, Yinzer's okay. It's a Thursday. Well, it's a Thursday. That's a Thursday, Thursday. That's that's our uh, Pittsburgh ge- Pittsburghese. The longer we accent. the longer we do it, the more it turns into like Minnesota, <laughs> then Canada. We just go north. We got a new segment. Uh, it's, I think it's a one time segment. No, I don't think so. You don't think so? It's called Long Beach Goes to the Big Apple. Long Beach Goes to the Big. When Apple. something cool from Long Beach happens in the Big Apple. Anything cool happened in the Big Apple this past week? Well, you bet your butt, Paul. Okay. Because. Uh, Local youth baseball coach legend Matt Haven went to the Big Apple this week. Right, friend of the program, friend of the program, Big listener on the show, proposed to his longtime girlfriend. They're getting married. They're getting married. Congrats to Matt Haven. He's probably listening. Uh, just wanted to give a quick shout out to you to end the show. True athlete went down on one knee, which is basically a lunge. That's that's a very athletic position. In his mind, he was probably just thinking like, "Yeah, I'll do this so my legs get stronger." Because he's a, he's a hit the gym guy, right? Wants to wants to show to his young baseball players coming up in the youth baseball program, right? That you always got to be working out. You're getting better. That's the name of the game. Working out 
while falling in love. Gosh, what a what a combo. What a life. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Good for you, Matt. That's our show. Subscribe to our show. Subscribe, but then tell your friends to subscribe, like we always say. And then we're going to have a lot of subscribers if that all happens. So keep rolling with that. Uh, keep listening to it. Follow us on Twitter at 908sports. Uh, follow us on Instagram. <laughs> uh, 908 Magazine, I believe, is the handle. Is that true? Yep. Follow that. There's some good stuff on that uh, on Instagram, by the way. John? Yeah, yeah there are. There's great, <laughs> there's great pictures on it, and we keep you involved with the community. If you like Long Beach, you like our Instagram. Uh, that Make sure you guys share it on Facebook to get a free hat and let us know because we'll get you that free hat and that free shirt. Life is great in the 908. Life was great in the Big Apple, too. Life is great in Pittsburgh. Life is great in the Boathouse with Jessica Hardy. Shoot or shoot. So shoot your shot. Time, y'all. You know what I'm saying?